welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate wickedly smart women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our very special guest, Debbie Peck, a native Canadian. Debbie runs her digital agency from her laptop as she travels the world. She has been traveling full-time for two full years. With no fixed address, Debbie decided she would like to live a freedom lifestyle and has discovered that freedom is much more than just traveling. She now teaches others how to find their own freedom lifestyle through her Facebook group, Freedom Navigators. So welcome to the show. And I also want to say something personal about Debbie. Um, Debbie and I actually met in person several years ago at a um, live event in Arizona, and we room shared with one another. So I actually have a personal relationship <laughs> with Debbie beyond uh, this podcast, so I'm just really grateful and thankful that you're here, Debbie, and delighted to catch up with you. It's been a while since we last talked. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Emerald. I'm so excited to be here and couldn't wait to share uh, with everybody and to support you and all of the other women out there. Nice. Well, I want to start with your calling, this calling into this freedom-based lifestyle. Can you talk a little bit about like where that got activated, how that got activated within you, what that felt like essentially, and help our women who are listening from around the world to know what they might need to be looking for internally or externally uh, when they get the, the call? It's interesting that you asked that because I actually had achieved a lifelong dream of mine where I was living in an ocean view apartment. It was absolutely stunning. And when I first moved in there, I was just so beyond happy. And I thought, this was, this was it. I made it. And within one year, I was bored and needed something more. I was like, wow, is this all there is? And even though I had this amazing place and I was at a good place in my life. I was making really good money. I was not satisfied. And, and there was this, just this burning that I had. It was an undeniable feeling that I had to leave. It was almost like being trapped where I had to get out. And so even though I was making really good money, I also didn't have the funds to be able to stay in five-star resorts around the world. I knew I wanted to travel. And so I had to find a way that I could travel a lot, but at the same time be able to still pay the bills. So I just basically decided this is what I was going to do. And I think that that's the key is that I made a decision. That's what I was going to do. And then from there, everything just started falling into place. So that's basically how it happened. Beautiful. Well, you know, I really want to talk to you, Debbie, because you do exemplify for me, not only a wickedly smart woman, but you also exemplify a woman who has courageously just created your own life. You literally have created your own life. And one thing that I know 
women of our, you know, kind of generation, at least for me, I was kind of brought up in a cultural uh, environment where being a woman and traveling alone was like a a no-no. So Mm -hmm. I'd love to have you talk about how you have stepped into not only creating your own reality, but also really overcoming a lot of, I'm sure, cultural, family, uh, environmental conditioning that says, you know, this is not what a woman does, right? Or it's not safe or all of those things. Well, actually, I'm not sure if if you or the listeners will like my answer, but I just didn't care what anyone else thought. (laughs) I didn't really even consider what anyone else wanted. This is what I wanted. And so that's what I did. I I didn't think about what women are do or supposed to do or any of that stuff. It just didn't even occur to me. Um, The very first time I traveled long distance, I was house sitting at one point uh, quite a bit. And uh, the first time I traveled, I was in Mexico and I landed in Mexico City late at night and I had a little incident at the airport that was a little scary, but not, no, no big deal. And it was the first time that it occurred to me that there could be dangers out there. It never even crossed my mind, really. There's good people everywhere and there's not so good people everywhere. I don't care where you are in the world. I, I'm from Canada where it's supposed to be one of the safest places in the world, but I'm going to tell you there's things that happen here too. So... I think that as far as traveling alone, it's never really been a consideration for me that it could be unsafe or a problem in any way. I really don't consider what other people think about what I do. And it's it's my life and I get to live it any way I want. And, you know, since I started doing that, I'm happier. Everyone else around me is happier because I'm happy, you know, and you just radiate that happiness. Yeah, beautiful. I love your answer. I just did what I wanted to do. So I think that's a totally empowering and fabulous answer. You know, you're somebody who definitely represents uh, somebody who is in her sovereignty. You are leading, literally leading your own life. So, you know, you've followed the call. You said yes to it. You've done what you wanted to do. I'd love to have you talk about you know, how you also help others. You are, as a leader, helping others to say yes to their own self-leadership and their own desires to travel and create their own life. Well, interestingly, this was one of the things that didn't come naturally to me straight away, even though I love teaching. I was, I'm a digital marketer. And so that's what I was always putting out there. And people kept coming to me saying, but wait, we want to do what you do. How do we do that? And I'm like, well, you just do it. And so as more people kept asking and asking and asking, I realized, oh, wait a minute. The universe is basically hitting me across the head with a two by four. Pay attention here. So I started realizing I had to create something for people to learn how to do this. And to me, it was just a a natural thing, make a decision, go on the road. But I realized there's several things that make people feel free. It's not just traveling. It's not just, most people think time and money are the two big ones. They think, oh, if I only had a million dollars or, oh, if I didn't have this job or whatever, that they would be free. And, And realistically, in my mind, there's really five things that make people feel free. There's obviously money, time, Health, that's a really big one. If you don't have your health, you're not going to be free. Location, so where, you know, travel. And most importantly, freedom of expression. Mm -hmm. If you are not free 
to express the way you feel, it doesn't matter how much time, money, location, or any of that stuff, you'll never be free. And so it's taken me a couple of years to kind of realize all of that. But I put together a Facebook group, first of all, that people can join in, and it's called Freedom Navigators. People uh, from all over the world, actually. Uh, I run it with another lady. Uh, she lives in Spain, living her own freedom lifestyle. And we've both traveled quite a bit, and we met on the road. And just, you know, one of the things I realized is I wanted to build a community of like-minded people to be able to share our experiences and share tips and travel hacks and money-making ideas and all of those things. And it's turned out even better than I ever expected. And it's just such a beautiful, safe space to be in and, you know, to be able to share our, our ideas and, and so forth. And then from there, we, we've created also a course that we help people to be able to create, create money so that they can travel because it does take money to travel, but also a way for them to be able to create that income while being on the road. They're not tied to a specific location. Beautiful. So can I ask where you are right now? I actually am in Vancouver, Canada, which is my home, but I'm very fortunate to be house-sitting at a mansion. It's an absolutely incredible, humongous house with an, an amazing ocean view. So I still have my ocean view. The one that I had when I, quote, gave up that lifestyle, I have it in even better now in multiple locations around the world that I've had. So from here, I'm off to a few other locations, Phoenix, Ecuador, and I've got several plans, but for from now till the end of the year. Beautiful, so. beautiful. Well, that's exciting. So what I'd like to ask you now is, you know, you definitely are in this leadership role. You've created this massive community of like-minded people who are all traveling and who are making decisions to create their own life. When you stepped into that leadership role, it sounds like you also have somebody that you're partnering with. So can you talk a little bit about being in a leadership role in a partnership and what that entails and, you know, maybe what agreements that you have with each other or talk a little bit about what it means to be leading in a collaborative way. It's interesting. So I have a, a, a coach and mentor and he asked me the same question. Why did you want to do this with a partner? And I honestly didn't know. I just, I just knew when I had the idea to, to start Freedom Navigators, I actually was looking for a partner and I, I can't really explain why other than I just knew that I needed to have a soulmate with me for this journey. And part of building a business, especially online, it can be very lonely. Traveling the world by yourself, things like that, it, it does get lonely. And so that was one of the reasons I wanted to start Freedom Navigators was to build this collective of people uh, that help each other. And so my partner, Tina, is always there and we service both sides of the world, which I hadn't really considered at the beginning. But uh, when I was looking at different people to partner with, uh, I watched several people and met them and all those kinds of things before I decided to, you know, introduce her and say, would you like to do this with me? It's turned out way better with her than I can ever imagine like I can't imagine the group and the things that we're doing I could certainly logistically and whatnot do it on my own because I have the skill set and all of the tools that I need but it just wouldn't be the same it just wouldn't you know a collaborative effort that's why this whole thing exists because we wanted to be a community 
So it's not really the, the answer, but it's the answer. That's, I, I just knew that I needed this. Yeah. So there's a couple things in there that I heard that I'm going to come back around to after we take the break. One is the I just knew. And the other is that you have the skills, but it's better in collaboration. So we are going to yes. come back to both of those things when we come back from the break. But right now, we want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. And we might as well shout out this week to our listeners in Vancouver and Ecuador. And what was the third place that you said that you were going? I'll be in uh, Calgary. There's a few places in the States. Oh, uh, Laguna Beach, San Diego. All right. Well, we'll shout out to all those places around the world, plus to your partner in Spain. We'll shout out to Spain as well. And we will be right back with Debbie Peck. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back to Wickedly Smart Women with Debbie Peck, who is with us today. She is the founder of an amazing Facebook group for people who are seeking uh, to be freedom navigators. You can find her on Facebook there. But the place I'd really like you to go to find out more about Debbie is freedomlifestyleonline.com. We will be sure to put that into the show notes. And before we went to the break, we were talking about, you know, setting yourself up in a business partnership and a leadership role with a collaborator. And, and you said to a couple things that I wanted to come back to. One is I just knew I needed to do it. And the other is that you were skilled, um, could have been running it by yourself, but it's just better with a collaborator. So I want to take that one first. And I'd love to have you talk a little bit more about the importance what I'm hearing in that is the importance of having the self, enough self-awareness to know that just because I can doesn't mean I should. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about how you, uh, you know, what practices you might have to self-assess and become more self-aware when you're faced with big decisions like starting a business with another person from across the world. <laughs> Well, I think it, it kind of goes back to even running my main business when I started hiring contractors or employees or things like that. When you do things by yourself, even if you can do them, is that really going to put you closer to your goals? And, you know, way back, you know, 15 years ago when I was doing websites, 
by myself, I could do one or two max at a time. And then, you know, I'd be out of, a, out of a job and then I'd have to go look for more people. So I think that when you combine skill sets, what it allows you to do is give yourself the opportunity to only put out what your highest and best skills are. So even though I have some of the same skill, we have the same but different skills. She's got some that I don't have and vice versa. What that allows us to do is I get to put out whatever my best skills are and she gets to do the same and we overlap in some areas. And I love that because I'm not doing everything by myself and becoming overwhelmed and all of those things that happen because I've definitely experienced that before in other businesses. And when I chose to do this, I planned it. I actually watched a few people online. I met a few people in person. I interviewed people before I made this decision. I didn't just say, oh, hey, I think I'll grab a partner. I, I did some research and made a decision on who I wanted. I also wrote down some attributes that I wanted in that partner and you know, made it clear that this is what I was looking for. So I just knew that we needed to have a collaborative effort in this venture. The whole reason for the group is collaboration. It's not, it's not about me. So mm, Beautiful. I love that. So let's talk about ESP. <laughs> <laughs> Energy, sensitivity, and perceptivity. And, you know, one of the things you said was, I just knew. So one of the things I know about you, Debbie, is you do have a connection with the universal laws and you do have a connection with your own ESP, shall we call it. Can you talk to our women about owning that, first of all, and secondly, what you might do to cultivate even more your ESP? Well, actually, you're probably one of the people that's helped me in that direction because for years I negated that. Everyone has it. I don't care. You know, you all have it. Even if you have been in a situation in your life where you've said, something has happened and you're like, oh, I just knew, and, and, but you did it anyway. And so we've all been in that position. But uh, what, I've, what I've done over the years is I've learned to stop and listen to that voice. And if I hadn't done that, I prob Freedom Navigators probably wouldn't exist. Because even though the universe was shoving me towards that direction, I wasn't listening. I was like, no, no, no. And then finally, I, th I thought, wait a minute, stop, listen. And so I've learned to just stop and listen a little bit more. And it's not always easy because there's lots of other crowded thoughts running around and, you know, distractions in your life. But you really have to get quiet and still and listen and, and really think about, you know, what you want. And you'll know because you'll feel that pull. You just feel that there's something, if you kind of just let it go, just let it, let everything else go you'll be able to feel the pull either in, in a certain direction. And that's how it's been for me, you know. I even had a situation years ago where, I, before I was sort of aware of all of this, where I realized um, I needed to get out of a particular situation. And I found it really difficult to do. And then when I finally made that decision, it was two years later, and I realized, oh man, I made this decision a long time ago, but I wasn't able to move forward. And so it's a matter of making that decision, but not just inwardly, outwardly, and everywhere else. Mm -hmm. you, you have to commit to that. 
Yeah. What I'm hearing there is make the decision and take action on the decision you have made. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So I love that you said letting go because I think that's also the mark of a leader and a wickedly smart woman is that they know how to let go of what no longer serves. And so when we are in the creative process and we are making decisions and we are deciding what we want, and then we're taking action towards what we want, that also generally necessitates letting go of what we already have. So can you talk a little bit about your own process for you know, discerning basically timing on letting go, selecting what you're letting go, you know, if you have any magic that you do in your own life to help you to ease the letting go process, that would be helpful, I think. One of my favorite sayings is that what goes around comes around is one of them, but, but that's not really relevant here. But things happen for a reason. And it's interesting because I'm, I, you know, um, going through a little bit of a, a change period right now. And there, in this past week or so, there's been a couple of things happened that haven't seemingly been in my favor. And, and years ago, I would have thought that that was a bad thing. But now I know it's a good thing because it's the universe saying it's time to let go of that. And so I don't look at things as, quote, good or bad anymore. They just are. And that's been something that's helped me huge uh, that knowing that even if things happen that are what most people might look at as bad things, what it means is it's just a way of making it easier to let that thing go. So for example, I had uh, a serious issue with a client who I haven't really been wanting to work with for a long time. And this whole thing blew up and I was like, oh man, now I'm going to lose a client kind of thing. But it actually worked in my favor because, you know, I had been putting it out there for a long time that perhaps this client wasn't the best fit. Hmm. And so it, it really became to the point where it wasn't up to me anymore. It all sort of fell into place. And so you just have to, again, stop, be still and listen to what's, pay attention to what's happening. And it's not really a case of you making that decision. It's usually the decisions are made for you and you just have to pay attention to what, what's happening. Yeah, well, I, I did, what I did hear in that though, Debbie, was that you knew that this client, like you probably had made the decision for a while ago that this client was, was an issue. And so yeah. it is, is kind of a both and, like there's this subtle subconscious, below the surface, internal like discomfort or disconnection happening. And there's two ways to handle that. Like you can either just voice the decision and say, you know what? I already know this isn't working. We're going to end. Or you're just emanating it out to the universe and then the universe will orchestrate the, the dissolution of whatever is no longer serving. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so the next question I have for you, and it's probably, we're getting close to the end. It's probably going to be one of the last is I want to talk to you about your relationship with money. You know, a, a woman who is traveling all over the world and who, who has her own business and who's a leader and all of those things, money is definitely part of the equation. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about, you know, some things you may have either had in the past that you now have overcome 
to allow money to flow more easily or if there's anything in your present where you know you're looking to have some movement in the area of money we'd love to have you talk about that yeah, absolutely well two things first of all one of the probably the biggest single thing that happened was from you uh, it was at the event we met at and you did a, a meditation where you took us through where it was a stream and there was money flowing in and money flowing out and then the, the pool got bigger and smaller and I think of that all the time because most people think of money flowing in and getting the pond getting bigger but you have to have inflow and outflow and that has stuck with me it's probably the biggest single thing that has made me change my attitude towards money. So I think that, uh, and, and I've told a ton of people the same story because to me, it's just been so important. And the other, the second thing is really believing that you deserve everything that you desire. Uh, the house that I'm in, for example, it's a, it's a mansion. It's massive. And when, this is not my first time here. This is, I've been here quite a few times. One of the times I was here, a friend came to stay with me here for a couple of days. And we were doing something and she rolled her eyes and she goes, oh, we don't live like this. And I'm like, we? First of all, I don't appreciate being lumped in with someone else's thing. I said, actually, I do live like this. I'm living like this right now. I live like this all the time, you know? So I believe that I deserve to be here and wherever I decide to be. And I think that that's the biggest thing is believing that you deserve whatever you desire. Mm, gorgeous. I'm going to grab my boobies on that one, Debbie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I deserve to be in this mansion. You go, girl. I'm so happy that you're there in that mansion. <laughs> and I'm really happy that you thank you for acknowledging that uh, some work that I did in the past has had ripple effects. So I'm really grateful for that uh, acknowledgement. Thank you so much. So um, if there was one final thing that you would like to drop into the well of wisdom here for our wickedly smart women, what would it be? I would say that pick something that embodies the way you want to live your life. And uh, so, for example, for myself, it's freedom. And so whenever I have to make any kind of major decision in my life or my business, I say to myself, is this going to bring me closer to freedom or further away from freedom? And sometimes there's something that maybe might take me to a place where I have to stay in one location for a little bit longer than I had anticipated or something along those lines. And, I, and it's uncomfortable a little bit, but it will give me a greater freedom ultimately. So I have to sort of weigh the pros and cons of how much freedom this is going to um, you know, hold me into and then release me. So I, I make a decision based on that. But once you have that thing that you embody and that you want for your life, it's really just a simple decision. Beautiful. That actually was exactly how I got started on my own path of awakening was um, mine was peace. Like, is this bringing me closer to peace or further away from peace? So I love that, Debbie. And that's such a powerful, powerful, powerful piece of wisdom for our listeners. So thank you so much. It's clear that it's the value that you're anchoring into rather than any particular individual experience. And so, yeah, 
Beautiful. All right. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to check out Debbie at freedomlifestyleonline.com. And listeners, we adore feedback. So please let us know what you thought of today's show or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.